Hi, I'm Joel Ingram. I'm Luke Davis. And I'm Heidi Tolson. And this is The, the Gays. The show where we talk about everything from politics to pop culture to... Pachyderms. Ooh, Pachyderms. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Elephants, pachyderms. Oh, like marsupial, like but like pachyderm? What? Yeah, like pachyderms. They're elephants, mammoths. Mammoth? Mammoths. Mammoths. I was like, who? You know. <laughs> is a mammoth ever a mammoth? Is, is there ever a non-woolly mammoth? Is it like a smooth mammoth? I don't. Uh, wouldn't that be an elephant? <laughs> I don't know. It's a very large mammal with thick skin, especially an elephant, rhinoceros, or hippopotamus. Ooh. Oh, me, I'm a pachyderm. Oh. Um, so those, those creatures, those lovely creatures. Well, right on, oh. pachyderms. You know. Well, how is everybody? Um, I'm doing all right. Doing great, doing fine. Coming up on the pandemic anniversary, I am back to work at my bartending job. I know, I start next week. So exciting. Hi. This is Heidi, everybody. Heidi's back. Yeah. Heidi's back. So Hi. happy to be here. Hello. D. <laughs> Never um, heard that one before. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, has anybody been watching anything recently that they've really enjoyed? I've watched drunken individuals go out to dine. Oh. And that's that's pretty much all I've had to do this past week. Fun. Um, I started Amend, the Fight for America. Oh yeah, the six part it? documentary series on Netflix. Will it's Smith, right? So good. Yes, Ooh. so good. Um, I'm only two episodes in, but well done. It's eye opening to mm. a lot of that we are not taught in our schooling system. So from Oklahoma school districts, that's a lot. That's um, a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> so I highly recommend. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, we, uh, WandaVision ended this week and it was fucking great. It was great. Really? So good. That was good. I uh, really, really, I'm sad it's, it's a limited series. I'm sad it's like over, mm-hmm. but I mean, it makes sense why, but, um. But surely it'll, you think that maybe they'll do a spinoff because they kind of left you with a cliffhanger. Well, yeah, but it's going to be answered in movies. That's I right. Guess. It's like a bridge between like, you know, they're trying Somewhere to branch out all that stuff. It makes sense. Um, also, so CBS All Access turned into Paramount Plus. Yep. Oh. And so we were going through and seeing what was new because we had CBS All Access. And they had, I was fucking thrilled, um, a, a recording of Bridget Everett's Joe's Pub show or one of her sh- Joe's Pub shows. And I, I worked at Joe's Pub for um, six months or so way back when mm. and worked one of her shows. And it was like the best thing I've ever seen. Oh, that's and so watching a version of it on, uh, on uh, Paramount Plus was Oh, we sat there and fucking laughed our asses off. Have you ever seen a Bridget Everett show? No. Mm-mm. You've got to watch one. It's, she's, it's like crass. Think like, she's friends with Amy Schumer, but think Amy Schumer on like steroids. Like Anna Gasteyer. Anna Gasteyer. You know what I'm talking about? I know you're talking about. No, not like that at all. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Like gross out humor. Mm. Oh, but, see, I'm not the biggest fan of Amy Schumer, so. Oh, Bridget, I just, uh she does a song called, um, well, her signature song is Put Your Titties in the Air. And she just describes different kinds of titties and tells you to put them in the air. Nice. She's like, you got those beaver tail titties, put them in the air. You got those tube sock titties, put them in the air. What if you've got two small titties? You got those itty bitty titties, and put you, them in the air. How do you put them in the air you if they put are? Them up, put them up, put them up, put them up. That's exactly best. what she sings. To. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh man, one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. It Fuck was yeah. so, she's just fucking hilarious. Nice. Highly recommend. Paramount Plus. Um, so I, we do have a couple corrections from last week. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not all mine, but I'll deliver them all for the sake of time. Um, last week we said that Jeremiah sounded like Joe Anderson. <laughs> that was incorrect. He sounded like Joe Cocker. <laughs> <laughs> and I Rock stand beside voice. the fact that he sounded like Joe Cocker. I just got the wrong name. So that's one. Um, the Bostock v. Clayton County uh, Supreme Court ruling was six to three, not five to two. Somehow I didn't do the math and thought there were only seven Supreme Court justices last week. So, it happens. <laughs> so six to three. I just felt like I should point that out. Oh, and It's a Sin is not in collaboration with the BBC. It's in collaboration with Channel 4 uh, from the UK. So there's right. those. Um, 
Other than that, we are sucking down our cocktail of the week, the Yeehaw. Neanderthal drinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you don't get the reference, we'll explain it later. We'll Thanks, Biden. So you have that to look forward to. And we're going to talk about a lot of things. we got a, a good amount of politics. We're going to talk the COVID relief package, mm-hmm. uh, Texas's governor, uh, Greg Abbott, trying to kill everybody. We're going to discuss mm. uh, the cancellation of every child's primary care physician and um, uh, another <laughs> sex scandal that involves tweeting about obese people. Uh, so we have all of that and more. Uh, stick around. You're already here. So let's get right into our politics. Yes, uh, yes. We had a lot of things happening this week because it feels like the only thing that tends to happen to us anymore is, <laughs> is political bullshit. Um, but we're going to start with the fact that this is somewhat, somewhat good news. The Senate Woo. passed the COVID relief bill. Uh, the Senate passed... <sighs> President Biden's $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill after what's being called an all-night votorama <laughs> sounds like more fun than it probably was. Yeah. Uh, without one vote from Republicans, yeah. Democrats were locked into a 12-hour power struggle with lone moderate West Virginian Senator Joe Manchin. That fucker. Uh, he successfully got unemployment insurance down to $300 a week and more targeted, aka stingier, uh, checks to Americans making less than 80 k a year. Yeah. Um, I'll start it off with one question. Why? Uh, is Joe Manchin such a little bitch? <laughs> okay, so I went to school in West Virginia. I was right? like, Joe Manchin? <laughs> I know, I was like, what? <laughs> so I know him well. No, I'm kidding. Um, we often joked, or at least native West Virginians often joke about Joe Manchin being the most Republican Democrat there exists. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, doesn't he also say that he's like he's like answering to his constituents? constituents yes. So that's why he's doing it. So, but- yeah. West Virginia is the most impoverished state for a reason. It's because there is absolutely no money being invested in the people. The people are poor. The only thing that West Virginia has going for it, or had going for it, I should say, was the coal industry. That was the entire framework of their economy. And now they don't have that anymore. And instead, Joe Manchin has introduced pharmaceutical companies into... Uh, being Mylan, yes, Mylan Pharmaceuticals, and now West Virginia is both impoverished and overly diagnosed opioids, and he is benefiting off of that. Joe Manchin is? Yes. Mm. And this is, this is a whole tangent, but Joe Manchin just is very not loved by more educated West Virginians, but so many educated, I'm getting off on a tangent. But no, but I mean, there's it's, a huge it's, brain that's eye opening. It's know. just because West Virginia has absolutely no infrastructure for people to gain wealth. And so many don't know any better. Right. And so many of the people in the state are undereducated and have not enough resources in order to get by or even know what's going on in politics. So he keeps getting reelected. re-elected. That's why it's so important to be aware of of politics, but also who's running in like mm-hmm. the system. Oh, yeah. You know, education, it's important. Well, it's also, he says he's there for the constituents, but I get why Joe Manchin thinks he needed to lower the median income to get the checks. Right. Because mm-hmm. I feel like because West Virginians are so impoverished, though. 725 making, minimum wage. Yeah, yeah. Making 80K in West Virginia is not 80K in New York City. Yes. So when when they're targeting this this check to people who make you know, $80,000, West Virginians are like, what? Why, are, why is this rich person getting all this money? Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why his reaction would be, oh, I need to kneecap this, rather than explaining to the West Virginians, in other states, the dollar is weaker than it is here. Yeah. yeah. Like, they need it there. This is a nationwide bill that will help people in other states other states mm-hmm. it's so, not a solely focused area so instead yeah. of ta- if he's working for his constituents he had every ability to explain to them yeah. yes there are people who are doing well in this state who will get this check but i'd rather some people who are doing well get a check mm-hmm. than taking a check away from someone in another state who's not doing well yeah mm-hmm. you know and i don't think we i don't think any of us think that someone making eighty thousand dollars is you know starving to death but in some areas they it, it is a grind you know mm-hmm. what i mean like yeah. i i'm not making 80k but i don't feel like i need <laughs> someone who is to get the check slapped out of their hand yeah and i don't i don't get the whole that whole aspect what i will say though my question is why did joe manchin 
want to lower the unemployment insurance if a state is so impoverished? Why go from 400 to 300? It's, it's a 1.9 trillion mm-hmm. yeah. package. What's the difference of 100 bucks? Like, I, honestly, I don't, I don't, expect you guys I don't know the answer to that because it's, I think it's, it's just to throw some, just to say something to be contrary. And it's going to be six, it's going to be six years until he's up for re-election. Do they think yes. they're really going to hold his feet to the fire in six years and be like, you know, you said 400. What? I'm not 300. Sure. We're cool with it. I, yeah, I, I it doesn't make know. any fucking sense. I think it's, it's that, it's that old notion of america pull yourself up by your bootstraps and it's like mm-hmm. if we're just handing out money nobody's gonna work that's not the case people no <laughs> that is not the case <laughs> like uh, yeah anyway what i don't understand is why he is working so hard to take away resources from a state that already lacks it yeah you would think that he'd be so hi- he'd be fighting hardest for the most depressed state yeah we're beyond missouri at this point I say oh. we. I'm not from West Virginia, but I spent four years there, and it is close to my heart. It, yeah. It, it, Joe Manchin makes little sense. He feels like he's one of these senators from back in the day, like a like a Joe Lieberman, like these kind of assholes who were like mm-hmm. basically Republicans. Joe Manchin is is a, a dying breed of Democrat. Yeah. Like most Democrats yeah. are very far left. Kristen Cinema. Here's what I don't get about Kristen Cinema, though. Not to take a <sighs> super left turn. Like she's in Arizona with another. Democratic senator, mm-hmm. yet she feels like she has to uh, fight against the fifteen dollars minimum wage. I it didn't make it doesn't. It's make sense. because of the Republican it's... population. She feels like she has to be a voice for them, or she won't get voted in. But with well, Arizona, already, they've, they've now elected two Democratic senators, and they they voted for Biden in the last election. Like I would maybe lower my fear mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, it, they it also held sense. Trump rallies in protest after that. that that uh, every state, every did, state that. did yeah yeah i don't know it's a swing state i'm not denying that mm-hmm. but once you see them go blue a second time after they voted for you i would maybe be like you know what i can get on board with let's paying do people 15 yeah. an hour i can get on board with you know a, a 1400 check for people making mm-hmm. 100 it, you know and that's, that's a the, very good point beyond arizona the yeah. other <laughs> thing that doesn't make sense it's like the $15 are also going to, it's going to everybody. Like, mm-hmm. everybody's going to get paid $15 an hour. Democrat, Republican, Independent. Well, no, they're not worried about people getting paid. Mm-hmm. They're worried about paying them $15. Well, that, yes. well, that's what I'm, I don't know. But like. Like, I had a boss I here in New know. York who was like lamenting, oh, I have to pay these cooks this much money. I'm like, have you been down to that kitchen? Yeah. It's in the basement. Mm-hmm. There's, it's a billion degrees. Mm-hmm. And they're here on their Gross. feet. Yeah. From, you know. 3 p.m. Between to, 9 and 10 hours you know, at a time. 1 a.m. Yeah. I'm so sorry that you, like, you want to own five restaurants. Yep. Yeah. Whoa. You can reduce your profits by a small margin <laughs> in order to pay people a wage that they are earning. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And on that, it's, studies have shown that if you pay people a higher wage, their quality of life goes up and therefore their output of work mm-hmm. goes up productively. But let's just move on to other government officials who are um, absolute pieces of garbage. Um, the Texas governor, Governor Greg Abbott, is actively trying to murder a whole state, um, the second largest state in both size and population. Uh, we and know who, that now. Who wants to also be independent? Yes. <laughs> We're talking um, about it. Yes. So Texas Governor Greg Abbott on March 10th will be ending the mask mandate in the state of Texas. He said. We no longer need government running our lives. Instead, everybody must continue to assume their own individual responsibility to take the actions that they have already mastered to make sure that they will not be contracting COVID-19. But isn't that kind of contradictive, like, as a leader? Absolutely. To be like, we're removing this, but, like, still continue to, like, practice safe (laughs) safety. (laughs) I think that if there's one thing that's very clear, I mean, Mm -hmm. crystal clear, over the past year of COVID yeah. is that inherently a lot of people aren't going to choose to do the mature yes. proper oh, yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the problem. I mean, it, it, it doesn't make sense that if you think that people should still take precautions, why remove a rule, a rule that's making yeah. them take precautions that people are breaking anyway, openly. Oh, because yes. the, even yeah. the mask mandate, people are just like, well, it's my right not to wear a mask. Like, but essentially, he is saying 
the entire narrative that has already been in place. Hey, you don't have to wear a mask, but you probably should. Yes, people know that they should wear a mask, but they're not doing it because they say that it infringes on their rights. Well, Removing that rule gets rid of any sort of uh, initiative to maybe wear a mask even though you don't want to. Yes. For Texans. Not to go back to this very, very tired um, correlation, but it's like seatbelts. Oh, yeah. You don't now say, after literal years of seatbelt laws, oh, you know what? You should still wear a seatbelt, but we're not charging people anymore. So unbuckle if you want to. People might die, but, you know... There's no punishment for this. It's not the exact same thing because, like, other than being ejected from your car and hitting a pedestrian, like, you're really only killing yourself. Right. Mm. Whereas with a mask, you're putting yourself and others at risk. risk. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still, it's the same idea of, like, well, why have that law if we just expect people to do the right thing? Right. Clearly, that's not what general Americans do. Absolutely. Well, and I mean, this is also coming right off of their whole energy network crisis. So I'm also thinking, like, is this a, like, Let's Before try to, to like, cover that up yeah. as well. Like with more bad press, with, uh, apparently. <laughs> well, I guess it's only bad press to fifty percent of the country because yeah. others are like, yeah, exactly. Well, because like, Mississippi maybe they is thought in COVID their froze. You know, yeah, you know, that's how I it works. Know. I think, <laughs> but, but it's, it's what sucks about it as well is that it, they're not only putting Texans at risk; they're putting all of the country at risk. Oh yeah, because if Texans believe, oh, everything's fine now, then I'll fly to New York and I'll go see that Empire State Building, and I won't <laughs> wear a mask there either. It's like. <laughs> You're gonna, they're going to travel, you know, like, I don't know, their Senator Ted Cruz. They're going to fly all over the place going on vacations right. and spread COVID everywhere. We say it all the time. The light is at the end of the tunnel. It's right there. Right. Why are you trying to burn down the fire escape? It's like, <laughs> what and the fuck? I think the mm. other mentality that they're like, that he's thinking is like, oh, well, they've, they've gotten the shot. And it's like, just because you've gotten the shot does not mean that you stop wearing a mask. What is like, 16% of the country has had a shot? Like, if that. So if, if that. that. If like, that. What? And I'm guessing them coming out of this, like, frozen tundra catastrophe that they just had, vaccine distribution hasn't been exponential recently. I'm no, guessing no, that they don't have a widely vaccinated population. It sounds like to me, like... You ha- you're handcuffed to a cinder block and they throw you in a pool and they say, hold your breath. Don't worry. We're going to have oxygen in like two months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to drown in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> like knowing there's oxygen coming. Right. Isn't going to save your life. Yeah. Right. You're still going to drown. Yeah. So like, uh, yes, it's true. You will likely get a vaccine in the next two to three months. Ooh. But you know you won't get a vaccine if you're already dead from COVID. Yeah. So put your fucking mask on, you little fucking child. <laughs> um, Speaking directly to Greg Abbott. Yeah, not to all uh, no, to all Texans, okay, all that Texans. Are, that are throwing fits about masks. Well, it's that Neanderthal thinking. Yeah. Oh, my God. Talk about it. <laughs> so by after, after. Wait, first, cheers, everyone. Drink your cheers. Neanderthal drink. Cheers. cheers. <laughs> so after this comes to light, Biden says... I hope everyone has realized by now these masks make a difference. The last thing we need is the Neanderthal thinking that in the meantime, everything's fine. Take your mask off. <laughs> Take off your mask. <laughs> and Republicans lost their collective minds. Oh, of course they did. Oh. Megan McCain, she was oh, like, thank gosh. God I get to feel impressed. Here it is. <laughs> I have 2% Neanderthal DNA. <laughs> my best friend is a Neanderthal. And my father, John McCain, would not want you talking ill of my best friend. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, I think, yeah, Marco Rubio was like, cancel him. He's making fun of the Neanderthal but ancestors. Also, just imagine McCain saying all that <laughs> with can. like two buns that make her look like Mickey Mouse <sighs> and like a line of glitter through her center part those are two real hairstyles she's she one just of got back just from coachella good. she's wearing this face oh my god it's republican coachella sorry also we talked about last week everyone wants to be oppressed mm-hmm. um yeah yeah let's let's <laughs> let's just briefly discuss um all the horrible things that biden has said about people like uh it's Neanderthal thinking, which is not even calling Singer. people a name. It's just saying that they're not thinking in <laughs> a, a forward-moving moving. way. Yeah. But, you know, Trump called whole races of people rapists and murderers. Thugs. Made fun called of people Ted ugly, fat pigs. <laughs> deplorables. Um, no, deplorables was, was Hillary Clinton. Nope. 
Which I stand beside. I'm still. No. She, yes. Oh, she did? Yes. She said half of Donald Trump's supporters are oh. a basket full of deplorables, which I still fully agree with. Yeah. Because if anything has shown it, uh, let's talk about the January 6th uh, insurrection. Like, are those people not deplorables? And yet Fox News pipes up, but it couldn't possibly be Trump supporters who were there. Oh, it God, must that's... have been them Antifas. Ugh, we don't even have to get into that. Let's not. You know what? Let's not. <laughs> Tomfoolery. <laughs> but, like, literally Donald Trump has said, and even that, imagine being called a deplorable or a Neanderthal by someone on the street. You'd be like, ooh, burn. Got me there. You know, like, <laughs> oh no, how will I live through this? It's such... Like neutered name calling. Mm-hmm. That's not even name calling. No, you know it, it's a it's a it's a sobriquet. It's it's like it's just a thing that you say hey, to describe stupid. something. Yeah. Did I say is sobriquet? Is that, is that right? That's the right way to say it, right? I, I honestly I don't know. Okay. I've used wrong words plenty of times so far, and we're not even half. It'll be a correction next. Yeah, we'll, we'll check. We'll check. <laughs> <laughs> but then to call someone a rapist, a murderer. Uh, ugly, all of these things. Are, it's just t- such false equivalencies. Mm-hmm. And I, we don't have to get into it again, but like, I'm sorry, Republicans. Quit it. If but you good for want Trump. to feel oppressed, you know what? Feel it. But it's, it's, it's just. Maybe it'll teach you something. Uh, no, it doesn't. It never <laughs> no. does. It won't, though. <laughs> they love that sympathy card. <sighs> yeah. God, I'm exhausted. Just well, it seems more and more the only doctor Republicans believe in giving children access to is Dr. Seuss. Mm. But sadly, he's being canceled. What the fuck's going on? Heidi, tell us. So on Tuesday, Dr. Seuss's estate pulled publishing for six of his books. This comes out of 60 books that he has published. They decided this on the grounds of him uh, publishing offensive depictions of non-white characters. They did this voluntarily. Fox News has said that it is another example of cancel culture. Guys, do we think that this counts as that when it was done voluntarily, or is this just another case of Fox News bitching for no reason? It's definitely not cancel culture. So the fact that Fox News is saying that... I also, I mean, I don't want to push back against this Fox News thing. Mm-hmm. But like it's not just Fox News. Yeah, <laughs> you're not. Oh wait, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's Newsmax. It's every fucking Republican conservative. Senator. It's conservative outlet. it's conservative media. Yes. Yeah. So like I I'm I'm over the fact of pretending that Fox News is, is the one and only bad I just love saying Fox I'm just News used to the Newsmax is still wrong. new. Oh yeah. It's like, but oh, I but yeah, I'm not then. even saying like because of social media and everything, it's not just Fox News. It's yeah. it's fucking Tammy Donald Trump Jr.'s Twitter. It's you know, it's all this fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's not cancel. I'm I'm so over the term cancel culture. I'm yep. so over. It. Mm. And hmm. there is, and it's not even accountability culture. It's not that. No. It's someone looking back and self editing mm-hmm. what happened. Yeah. You know what? Eighty years ago. It's because it's. Yeah. Sadly, we hold up these people to be perfect, and they're not. Yes. You know, Dr. Seuss... He was born in 1904. You'd think he'd have some bigoted beliefs, you know? Well, you'd hope he wouldn't. You, of course, we'd hope he wasn't. But... Wouldn't. No, but... no one's perfect. No one's and perfect. I'm not excusing his, his race beliefs. I'm saying the foundation yeah. mm-hmm. is now doing the work to get rid of that so that the good stuff he did, you know, put out, cat in the hat's around. It's never going away, you yeah. know? He's got green eggs and ham. Exactly. What more do you want? You know, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Yes. It's all there. You know, but well, it's also looking at like the span of his, of his work. And it's like, these are older. These are like his older works where as a political cartoonist, like. He was a political cartoonist during World War II. You're making, like you're doing creations of like things that are already stereotypical in the mindset of the time period. And like he evolved as like yes. Courtney Hears a Who and um what's what's the other one that's like very much about like appreciating people's differences. Um I can't think of the story. Mm-hmm. I can't either. But, <laughs> I mean it, those themes are there. So it's like Find us on social grown. media, we will put the other uh good but, books on our social at the media. Gaze pod at the gaze on pod. It's just it's 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 like you said, it's a self editing of like this isn't a good depiction that we should be 
yes. continuing. He grew as a person. He does not need to perpetuate his works that do not represent. Yes. Thank you. That was the other. How Absolutely. He had grown. Yeah. Yes. Like if you check your time hop or whatever, and you see a tweet you made twelve years ago, that's cringeworthy. Yeah, that doesn't Fucking represent awful. how you feel today. Yes. Exactly. And you go back and delete it. Are you taking part in cancel culture of yourself? Are you canceling yourself? No, you're no. just not you're perpetuating exactly. beliefs that are yeah. outdated for yourself. And there's nothing to say that if Dr. Seuss was alive right now at like 200, that he wouldn't himself be like, oh, this isn't how I feel. Yeah. Like, it, it just feels like such bad faith arguments about, yeah. oh, God, you're canceling Dr. Seuss. Yeah, no, they're just trying to reshape the narrative yes. in their favor. And they're just trying to make it seem like such hyperbole that, oh, well, the lefts are canceling everything. When the Dr. Seuss estate did this voluntarily, they were not being persecuted by it. No one was persecuting Dr. Seuss. Well, and also with, <laughs> with uh, l- like literary things in general. Like there are books that we still read to this day mm-hmm. that are problematic in their own ways. Like, you know... Romeo and Juliet, they're like 13-year-olds fucking. Like, yeah. there's things that we don't, as a society now, agree with. Yes. But a lot of that media is stuff that's digested by adults mm-hmm. who have the cognitive ability to differentiate the right and wrong. Yes. Dr. Seuss is for five-year-olds. Yes. Yeah. Why would we put and these it's pictures. books it's in pictures. the hands yeah. of mm-hmm. these children to see things that aren't really yes. a true representation of what we believe as a society yeah. because of the human characters depicted and it's not even the words of dr seuss it was the it's drawings the it's the drawings it's yeah. all the non-white human characters in these books tended to have some pretty exaggerated and offensive imagery and good on the seuss estate for having the wherewithal to know this doesn't represent what we believe in this is not good for the overall uh, message that we believe in Let's drop it. And they're not burning the books. No. They're just Once stopping they publishing older, If children really love Dr. Seuss, they can go back and look at it and be like, oh, you know, Dr. Seuss made mistakes. Mm-hmm. But I think when you are thinking about five-year-olds at their school library, they're not going to flip through a book and be like, oh, this person made a mistake. That's not good representation. Like, yeah. it, it's just better for them to not have access to it at that age. Yeah. yeah. Well, the same way that not imagine assume. if Dr. Seuss drew a gay person. I'm sure Republicans would be slapping it out of the hand of every child across the nation. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing. It's like, if you go and look at these titles that they're removing, I know probably like two of them. They're not the heavy hitters. Like, yeah. They're not the ones that you're like, oh, that's a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. So it's, it's a mess. Yeah, it's, it's just, just, it's manufactured. I <laughs> will say that my old phone wallpaper used to be of Cat in the Hat. But what it said next to it was, most people are cunts. And that's, I think, a book that we should absolutely of Dr. Seuss's bring out and, and distribute amongst the people. Find that here at the Gaze Pod on oh, Instagram. We'll publish it. Well, that, word, that word, though, it can be <laughs> offensive. Okay, we'll yeah. put like a asterisk in the U. Most people are cunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's douche. Let's douche. Who's first? Me. Alrighty. So Paul Goser. Republican. Luke is always first to volunteer to douche. Listen, <laughs> I gotta clear out this gut. Oh God. <laughs> um, Paul Goser, Republican Arizona congressman, gave a keynote address at America First Political Action Conference, a white nationalist event. Why isn't the Republican Party separating itself from from this? That's isn't the white isn't the National Republican Party already a white supremacist? Vince? I mean, Ooh. fair. So flush, douche. Alrighty. All right. So I will be douching Ronnie Jackson out of the bowels of the universe. Uh, so Ronnie Jackson is a former White House physician turned congressman of Texas's 13th district. Recently, a 37-page White House review released accounts by 78 former White House staffers that worked with him, and it contains some exceptionally douchey behavior, like drinking on the job and abusing Ambien, and sexually harassing female subordinates, uh, having various rage episodes. He was also thoroughly endorsed by Mr. Trump, of course, so I'm just, I'm just ready to get rid of him. Bye. 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 Well, also, we're all thinking. Mm-hmm. Madison Cawthorn sucks. Yes, he yep. does. 
The freshman North Carolina Republican representative has been outed for lying about multiple aspects of the car wreck that left him paralyzed, partially paralyzed, uh, that he ran for office on. One, he said that he was left for dead. The guy that was in the car wreck with him came forward and said, that's not true. He pulled him from the wreckage. He said that he was pronounced dead and was revived. Also not true. Uh, He also said that the injuries led to him not being able to attend the Naval Academy. That's not true. He was already rejected from the Naval Academy. Lies, lies, lies. On top of the fact that 150 of his former classmates from the college that he did get into but flunked out of after a semester of D's uh, came forward saying that he was a sexual deviant who would assault women by making them sit on his lap and driving them on night rides to the middle of nowhere. So uh, Madison Cawthorn. Goodbye. You douched. Mm-hmm. This is probably controversial, but that's just one face I want to deck. Punch like, uh, I don't violence think that's is controversial. Never the answer. I think we're all on Violence board. is never the answer. <laughs> but like, that pretty smug face of his, I just want to... Uh. He's like every kid that called you a faggot in college. Exactly. In high school. Yeah. In high school. High. high school. Ugh. Yeah, he's the worst. So, yeah. Uh, that's the douche, and I feel lighter already. Okay, so I'll be honest. With this topic, I originally brought, wanted to bring him up as a douche mm-hmm. yes. of the week, but it just sort of evolved past it, so I wanted to discuss it with you guys. Yeah. It's the curious case of Blake McCoy. Mm. He is a queen from uh, D.C. He was a news reporter at Fox D.C. affiliate, uh, and he was suspended this week because he tweeted this. Quote, I'm annoyed obese people of all ages get priority vaccine access before all essential workers when most stayed home. We went into work every day last March, April, May, and every day since putting ourselves and loved ones at risk. Vaccinate all essential workers, then obese, end quote. Uh, He was suspended for that, and then he came out and apologized later, saying, quote, Before today, I made some insensitive and objectionable tweets. I really regret my words and want to apologize. I've deleted my tweet and asked that you accept my sincere apology, end quote. Um, so that was it. Huh. I want to discuss that. And then I will get into how the story developed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, first of all, what do you guys think? Should obese people be allowed to get vaccines? Yes. Yeah. They are at higher risk for complications due to coronavirus. Therefore, they need to, they need to, get, they need to get vaccinated. Yeah. Luke? Also, he's considered a central worker. Yeah, that's one and a half of Media? what I want to say. That was yeah. that like as, yeah. I, as you were reading that, I was like, we, we you've been putting we us who, not back. Yeah, you're you're a reporter. Um but yes, no, I agree. I agree with what Heidi said. They yeah. should definitely be getting the vaccine. Plain and simple. Yeah. There, yeah. So let's let's just put this out there. There should be no gatekeeping mm-hmm. for the vaccine. Exactly. You know? There should be like, oh well, these people are better than these people, so they deserve it first. No, it's the people who are at most risk. risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if obese people are at a higher risk, then they absolutely deserve it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what is it? Oh, no, their lives are worth less? No. 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 Yeah. And Obesity, essential workers who are within groups are able to get vaccinated yes. right now. That yeah. are part of like 1B and 1C or whatever your state's that was, thing Alice. is. Yeah, that was my yeah. confusion. Like, there were, I don't know that there's many places that are like... So the reason I wanted to bring it up is because I saw the reaction to this tweet on Twitter and people were going off about it being like, yeah, I didn't choose to have cancer, but you chose to be fat. Can we just say, (laughs) and it it really does lend itself to like a a broader conversation about gay culture and body shape. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, it just feels so relevant because so what I haven't mentioned yet is Blake McCoy is gay. Oh no, you said it. You said this queen. Oh, I did. Okay. Well, I didn't mean that derogatory. (laughs) He he is gay. And uh, he also was photographed at a large maskless gathering of a bunch of muscle queens in a pool. Yeah, it does seem to hearken to the gay societal shaming of people who are not jacked. Well, yeah, it's also that the white fit muscular image of gay culture that he subscribes to, which is unfortunate. I would say there is there's an aspect of like, oh, I won't have sex with you. But to basically go out and say, like, you guys deserve to die is a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? How disgusting are these people that feel like they get to decide who is worth a vaccine and who's not? Who could, which could potentially save someone's life. Exactly. Yeah. So the doctors came out and said, these people are at risk. Mm-hmm. If it was, you know, redheads were higher at risk, 
I don't think people would be like, well, fuck redheads. They chose to be redheaded. Yeah. I was an essential worker. Mm-hmm. Like, they're also forgetting the more people who are at high risk who get vaccinated mm-hmm. will be better for essential workers because then the hospitals will not be as overrun. Run. Yeah. If yeah. the healthiest people are the last ones to get vaccinated, that makes sense because the people who are clogging up the healthcare system are people who are at risk, who the disease targets the worst. Yeah. You know, if, if you didn't start with them, then healthcare workers would still be getting it from all sides because the hospitals would be overrun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the fact that your bigotry and your fucking, I don't know what to call it. It's Douchebaggery. Just... Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I truly, I think it's disgusting and I'm good on Fox for suspending him. So then the, the story clearly evolves. Uh, and he might not have to worry about the suspension because it might be permanent because that same time he released a sexually explicit triple X video of him fucking another man on his Instagram story. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram story. Oops. Boop. Yep. Boop. <laughs> and with that, the Twitter sphere exploded. Of course it Because did. it turns out he had a completely triple X alternate Twitter. Yeah. Those exist. Um, and... And then it, of course, brought up the question, should people be looking for the video or not? Because he claims somebody else got a hold of his phone and posted it, which, what? Okay. You're telling me you have videos on your phone of you fucking some other dude, and then you let a stranger, stranger. I assume, grab your phone in a pandemic? <laughs> Why are strangers holding your phone? How are they opening that phone? Yes. And then that stranger <laughs> found the video. And posted. Opened your Instagram. And post it on it's, your story? Was he insinuating that or that somebody hacked and posted it? From what I sounded like, it, he said, don't let other people have your phone. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> he has since deleted all of his social media accounts. Interesting. Probably for the best. Well. So with that, if someone posts a sexually explicit video onto their social media, okay. is it wrong to then look at it? It it's a, it comes down to the level of consent. Um, alternate Twitters do exist of people putting that information Which out he had. there. So it's out there. They're clearly looking for attention. Some people put their or whole... Or are fine with it being seen. Exactly. And, some, and, and there's different levels yeah. of that. Because some people, obviously, like him, he's a prolific person, obviously, if he's a newscaster. I'm sure he wasn't showing his face. So it's more of like one of those secret down low accounts which yeah to be fair there was no like that's i basically read the twitter aspect of it and the video was not out there right i saw a lot of people looking for it and then there was one specific person who was going after people looking for it which was really aggressive and weird he was like wow y'all no no shame and then someone posted this person also looking for somebody looking for um chris evans dick oh my god ridiculous it's yeah it's it's it gets messy because there is a level of consent because it's already out there. You can't get rid of the internet. Yeah. Anybody can find it. Yeah. It just gets a little tricky if it's like, oh, hey, I saw this. Did you see this? And then like wanting to like, that's where it gets a little like, Ooh, I'm not sure. It's a gray. It's one of those gray areas. Yeah. yeah. How do you, what do you think? Um, I mean, I understand the curiosity. Oh, of course. That people have because like, oh my gosh, it's on public domain. That means I can see it. Right. But the question you're asking is, should you? Should you seek it out? It's one thing if it comes across your timeline and it's just like, yeah. oop, there it is. That but it's that. another thing oop, if it's already it been deleted. Is. Okay, who is... Oop, there <laughs> it is. Sorry. Or especially <laughs> like share it, like Yeah, like, okay, it. who screenshotted it yes. and pirated it and now yes. I can view it from there. Yes. Like, like that's the other thing. Like that, I know that that has happened to people I know where it's like they've sent explicit images through... Uh, uh, Snapchat. Somebody screenshots that and then shares that. That's, that's not, not okay. okay. That's yeah. not yeah. okay because that was meant for whoever it was sent to, and like that's there's supposed to be that mm-hmm. level of like this isn't our exchange. Yeah, a level of intimacy. Yeah. Yes, but in this situation, he claims that he didn't post it. He took it down, but since it was on the internet, somebody still has it and it's still viewable somewhere. Should we seek it out after it is no longer viewable and it was not intended to be put on the internet? Here's sort of how I calibrate it. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying this is perfectly right, but this is my thought process. 
If you fuck up and put it online, people can look at it. Yeah, it's if on it the was internet forever. Or that's stolen. Old... That's another story. Don't look at it. Like yeah. remember, there was those, there were those women, celebrity women, who had their accounts hacked. This was like five or six years ago. Yeah, I do. It was like, that. Um, I mean, celebrity Jennifer Lawrence was one of them. I think Olivia Munn maybe, mm-hmm. and they had gone somehow hacked into the like cloud and pulled all these images from their phone. Yeah, that's not okay. Not okay. But when your yeah. own dumb ass <laughs> like not to go after them what we talked about on this podcast yeah. fucking aaron samuels what's his name he posted Jonathan, of his own yeah. accord a picture Bennett. that his dick that was, awesome. was reflected in <laughs> that was him that was him um chris evans he swiped through his photo library with a picture of his big old dick. You would never do that. Also, okay. put it in a hidden in an album, baby. Yeah. <laughs> or don't swipe. Like that was him. that was him that did it. Like so, it doesn't feel as like, oh my god, you're accosting. It's like you put it out there yeah. by mm-hmm. mistake. It was a mistake, but like it doesn't feel as gross, mm-hmm. right? As like something being stolen from. Well, somebody. and that's the other but thing. He's claiming. That he's not the one that he's posted not the one it. who posted it. But uh, that doesn't hold water. That's also yeah. where, but that's also where like the level of like, eh, goes goes on because like at least with Chris Evans, he was like, I'm so embarrassed, like yeah. I can't believe I did that. Yeah. Like, he owned up to it. He was yeah. like, I shouldn't have done that. Oops, I'm sorry. What did Aaron Samuels do? And I think he even did the same thing. He was like, oh, I, like. Oops. I like, don't know what he said or anything. I know I know it was taken down from a lot of places. Yeah, and he, I think but he like, also asked people to yeah, be like, please take the, that down. The only like, one, I, the only dick pic I will say that I was like, I should look for this, was the Chris Evans one. <laughs> and that I, took the, the world it was, by storm, but it's fucking Captain America's dick, and he actually put it out by himself. Yeah. yeah. But like, <laughs> as far as other, the other ones, it was sort of like, they came across my timeline. Like, mm-hmm. Aaron Samuel's dick was just, oh. There it is. There's well, that. Well, because like, who was the a... other one? David, David Barans. That was this week as well, too. I don't know if that's who says his name. That's not how his name mm-hmm. what, what a... David Buns. David Barans. Um, but his, there was his whole leakage this earlier in the week as well, too. I mean, leakage is oh, That was <laughs> You could also call it ejaculation. <laughs> 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 that was leaked footage. Okay. Oh, leaking is one way to put it. But yeah, I would uh, say I would say that was that one was because again it just was on Twitter. I was like, oh, oh, hi, until it was gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like uh, that felt more like oh, this was stolen from somebody than uh, than he acts. But you know, who knows? Mm. It's it feels like a very especially because of the objectification of women for so long. Yeah, sort of when a man's dick is suddenly on display, you're like, yeah, we deserve that. Listen. Any movie where it's like full frontal, I'm like, finally. Yeah. Like, where's the representation? I agree Women with have that. been doing it for years. Men, put it out there. If you're going to be such an artist. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh my God. So that's our uh, Blake McCoy <laughs> conversation. I do want to just make sure we say fuck Blake McCoy and mm. his bigoted white oh, yes. cis gay bullshit. bullshit. There's room in this world for every person. No matter what their shape, size, skin tone, gender identity, sexual orientation, uh, we should be welcoming people in and not ostracizing them. And it's pieces of garbage like like McCoy that really, really um, make me feel bad about being gay. And I don't mean I feel bad that I'm gay. I mean, I feel bad that he's gay. representation. Exactly. I feel bad claiming that we're all in the same party. Well, as you all know, and as we remind you every week, we are a low-key, quick RuPaul's Drag Race recap podcast. Uh, This week was the Snatch Game, and we were what? (gasps) Underwhelmed. Um, (laughs) Everyone, what were your thoughts? Is this ever going to end? No, it's not. (laughs) Queen of Scots gagged me. I loved that. Yeah. As a whole, it just didn't feel like an iconic episode, but there were some some standouts. There were some standouts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and as as people who listen to this podcast know, I'm not a huge Got Mick fan, but I think she this this week's episode, that. I was like, if she doesn't win this, you've lost your mind. Yeah, like mm-hmm. this is it. Her so Paris good. Hilton was spot on. Oh, the oh look, God. the intro, the, everything about it was changing the voice. Fantastic, uh. loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Rose's performance as Mary Queen, Mary Queen of Scots, fantastic, of fantastic, yes. smart accent. Oh my God, on point. Well, and that's the other thing, like. The accent, like, because it's such an obscure, obscured, or like, obscure yeah. character that, like, 
modern day arage and then with the the accent it's like i don't know what the fuck you're saying but that's what makes it genius fucking hilarious. and it fits so perfectly in his wheelhouse <laughs> he knew it would set him apart it was genius. yeah it was genius um i was really surprised by denali's uh, that was probably that was my favorite honestly um, is jonathan really? van ness it's so Try good wait what did i say he's a justin is Jonathan Van Ness. There it is. So Jessica funny. Van Ness. <laughs> Jessica Van Ness. Jessica this Van Vos. Neanderthal. He was saying Jonathan Van Ness as if he was Mary Queen of Scots. <laughs> <laughs> it's this Neanderthal drink. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Neanderthal drinking. I, wow. Get okay. Me. Both of you guys. Heard. Um, so good. It was, I, and it really was a slow burn. It started kind of, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's good. And then I was like, oh, work. Mm-hmm. I was really, really happy with, with her this week. I was, yeah. it, was it was great. It was yes. good because for like, she's had, a, it's been rough. For a while where it's like uh, she's not it's, quite hitting it's it. not been rough it's just been meh. yeah like yeah. just sort of not a, a non no it's just like yeah flying under the radar uh the only i would say the only other good performance because that's the top three we oh know, yeah right? performance but was, the only yeah. other good performance from snatch game was simone's Simone. harriet tubman <gasps> yes hilarious she's just so hilarious fucking funny and smart but she was just being herself Okay, oh, but yeah. it worked. And, yes, and yeah. like, but it, yes, it was herself in character. But the jokes, the jokes, were the way that yeah. she was able to like turn the conversation towards a joke in character. Absolutely, yes. I, but I would say it started really strong as a perspective of Harriet Tubman. Oh yes, yeah. and, and just sort of, of blended into just Simone yeah. being hilarious. Yeah, um, same thing. Candy Muse. Candy Muse was was being Candy Muse. But dressed yeah. as Patrick Starr, not from SpongeBob. <laughs> I know that's what you no. guys were thinking. No, but that's not correct. Well, no, I had no, to like no. double check because I was like, wait, yeah, right? exactly. Who what she? y'all didn't know Patrick Starr? I don't know who that is. Uh, she's got a. Like, I'm not a Snapchat show. That's how I knew who she was. Interesting. Okay, mm. but can I be fairly like I want to be honest? Be honest. I loved Utica's Bob Ross look. What? I love the look. The look. I love the look too. Because Bob Ross had the pet Visually? squirrels. Anyway, awesome. the erasure of white people with afros is sickening. Girl, we no. will put a picture on uh-uh. social media. I am a former afroed white person, and I was offended by her being like, well, "I can't wear an afro." Well, that was a well, weird. Then fuck my drag. I know that was hair. that that when her explaining it, it was weird. Such a weird I was thing. like, "What?" Like, if you, if you don't she could have just about not. Yet, <laughs> sh- sh- uh, Utica was uh, Bob Ross for the snatch game, but she. Felt she couldn't wear an, an afro, afro. That was what was even weird. though Bob Ross Has was white afro. and had an afro. So she made a wig out of squirrels. But he, here's what I love about the squirrel Go wig part is because Bob Ross had those pet squirrels Peabody and Peabody Jr. that he like nursed back. I thought that was kind of campy and fun. Yeah. And like made it If she could have just said that and yes. not yes. like try to make a bullshit excuse exactly. and say something had profound. Had that been a reason for her doing it? Yeah. Right. Sure. Well, but that's what then, I. Had it been a look. Sorry. That's good. No, 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 you're good. Had it been like a runway look where she's like, I'm Bob Ross. And she had a squirrel wig, wig. and like a look. Yes. You're like, oh, that's. That's so funny. But for Snatch Game, for Snatch okay, it yeah, didn't maybe. make enough sense. Okay, yeah. maybe that's true. That's true. But like the paint on the mustache, that was like, and she had like little paintings. Well, on her, her face eyeshadow was, was really like, interesting too with the wings. Yeah. Like she did like, she lit little happy trees. Yeah. Oh, I, I, honestly, <laughs> it was great. I will say afterwards, I was like, man, she's a really good painter. Right. Her little cards were <laughs> fucking, you know, landscape paintings. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. But just wasn't funny. It wasn't funny. It was, she's not. She, it was way yeah. too far to the left. But. It was, yeah. yeah. And by the left, I mean left field. Like, here's, I was here for the look, but the whole performance as Bob Ross was like. It was not good. She's very quirky and funny. I love Utica Queen. It was not good. But yeah. The other other, uh, not so great uh, performances, Elliot as uh, Rue McClanahan. Just was not. She just could have not. Yeah. It was such a dumb idea. Like. It was, that's a death sentence from the beginning. She's so iconic. And for you to, it just didn't make any sense why you would take that risk. When clearly you weren't that good at it, yeah. you know. And it seemed like she just didn't know much about the character. Yeah, yeah. she feels like. She well, and that's the other and thing. Was, like, was she enough. trying to be Rue, or was she trying to be? She Blanche? was try- So on Snatch Game, uh, on Drag Race, you can't be a copywritten character. Okay. Because they don't have the rights to. So she can't be Blanche Devereaux. She's Rue McClanahan. So like, uh, remember when uh, Bindle Creme was Maggie Smith? But she wasn't Maggie Smith. She was Bing. Maggie Smith's character on Downton Abbey. Gotcha. That's sort of how it, they have to play it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And lastly, the other very, very big swing and a miss was um, Olivia Lux. Oh, no, Olivia Lux is 
I can't remember who her character was. Tabitha Brown. Tabitha Brown. I love Tabitha Vegan Brown. You, oh, do you follow her? I follow I, her yes. on TikTok. Oh. That's why I was yeah. like when, when RuPaul was well, like. I'm not talking bad about Tabitha Brown. Her. I'm talking bad about. <laughs> I know, I know. Olivia's like, performance of it. The yes. thing is, I love. So I, she's the first thing that came up when I started like watching TikToks. And she has such a distinct voice. It's just a nice Southern draw and ASMR had a baby. A southern draw? Draw. 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 Oh, fuck me. All right. <laughs> anyway. A Southern Tabitha Brown. Okay, so a Southern drawl. Yeah, there it Oklahoma. is. Oklahoma. And... Oh, I'm sorry I know what words are. Okay, <laughs> a Southern drawl and ASMR had a baby and it became Tabitha Brown. She's and so it sweet. was such... She would have been such a good character if she would have just attempted the voice. And used her, some of her catchphrases. Just like, like something, just all she had to do was say baby good. often and talk about vegan recipes and she instead was just like, or her family. I would order my own short ribs or whatever she, or I would order my own barbecue ribs. Like just, yeah, you had to actually embrace the veganism and embrace the southern drawl. Just like, take some note from her character. She's a really nice internet personality. It wasn't good. There was so much work to be done. Yeah, and just she, like, just she didn't do, do her homework. That was, yeah. 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 Um, uh, anybody, anything else you want to say about the performances? Uh, yeah, there it is. So let's talk about the looks. The looks. Whee, the looks. Let's do it. Uh, uh, Luke, you have the you have the order written down. Right? I have. Well, I don't. They're not in order. Order. I just random. You have the names written down. I have the names. Perfect. Perfect. Um. So Olivia Lux. What do we think? The mad scientist look. Dex. It was like this weird Dexter thing. Yeah, it was fine. It was, Metal. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't mad about it, but I wasn't. Odd. Great. Um, got Mick. It was so true to her. Yeah, it wasn't my cup of tea, but it was it was very much on brand for her. I thought. It oh, completely. Good. And yeah. I think it. I wasn't mad at it. I think it definitely fits into like Swarovski uh, blood drop. Um, rose. I Fabulous. Loved it. I thought it was great for her. I, I loved the the thorn spikes. That was, was cute. Super smart. So cute. I didn't realize she was such a ruffle queen, but. Right. This, I think maybe this looked worked for her. All yeah. the other ones, I was like, too much. Too much. I think maybe this was just she was into ruffle, like because you have to remember, Drag Race is a picture in time. Yeah, it's true. And you're collecting all your looks at once, so maybe she was just feeling ruffles, and that's what happened. That's what happened. But I thought it was good. Um, Tina Burner, forgettable because I don't remember it. It was you guys. It was a oh god, it didn't necessarily make sense. Okay, we it get was, it. Derby, like, I got the aspect of it, the the khaki, and I thought the blue ribbon purse was good. The riding crop, the horse fascinator, which is the the theme was sorry, the theme was oh, yeah, fascinating sorry. fascinators. And the fascinator just seemed like ill-fitting. The horse was kind of looking off to the, God, looking for the glue factory. I, don't I know. think it was supposed to be like those horse painters pictures where it's like looking off to the side, but but it was like, looking straight up and falling backwards. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't a bad concept. It was just not the best execution. I just don't know yeah. why all of her concepts are a like joke on. Well, she's a campy queen. She's a campy queen. So okay. that makes sense. That's her it's thing. just I, it could have they. Like the taxi and this. Yeah, the concept and... isn't always terrible. It just sometimes the execution just isn't perfect. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, Utica Queen. Loved it. This oh, picnic, I loved it. picnic look was cute. It's she funny. Utica Queen, when she got there, we were like, oh, weird comedy queen. No, she's a fucking look queen. She's a look queen. Yes. Who yep. would have guessed it? The ants running up her leg, the picnic basket uh, fascinator. So cute. Also like the like... Must it was like mustard and ketchup puffy sleeve. I thought that yes. was cute. Amazing. Um okay. Speaking of like, asym- asymmetry, Elliot. <laughs> Elliot um, with two T's. What was this? If you're gonna rip off a queen's look, <laughs> don't let it be Kitty Davenport's crystallized dead phoenix from season seven. Like what the fuck was she thinking? That if thing she's gonna looked- do flamingo, why is she wearing a weird asymmetrical bodysuit that's nude? Because well, it was she supposed was to doing be flamingo. Was... I think someone said flamingo, and she said, "Oh yeah, that's yeah. it." Well, because yeah. well, <laughs> it kind of did have that illusion of like standing on one leg, but like the weird extra fabric material of nude. That I mean, was weird. I'm not a costume that designer. Was weird. Grant, my my you know partner is, so I'm gonna I'm gonna claim a little bit of knowledge here and say, mm-hmm. if you're gonna do a nude illusion, don't then let the baggy leg part of the costume be the nude illusion. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. sense. It didn't it make just sense. Does not. Also, if you're going to do a nude illusion, don't rhinestone the nude illusion part of it. Like, just, <laughs> that's the opposite of nude illusion. And then just a random pink feather sense. hat on top. And then, though, not to cut forward, but she lip syncs. She's like holding the weird bell bottom leg. It made no fucking sense. Choices. 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 <laughs> um, Denali's. I loved this diner look. 
I yeah. With I, the the like the coffee being poured, poured as the fascinator being yeah. high up our it's yeah. cute. It was cute. Roller skates. My cute. only problem with it was why, and I'll, I'll totally steal this because I had this conversation with our friend Patty. Why was she doing the whole figure skater nude illusion shoe? <laughs> <laughs> like if you see because she was dressed as like a, a skater like a um not skate like skater a boy. roller skating waitress yes yeah so usually when you see a roller skating waitress you they have see shoes what on shoe looks they're like, not barefooted you know? well i'm sure it was she probably didn't want to like buy a whole nother pair of skates to then like put the wheels on all she had Who to knows? do was put on a cover oh that's true it's i was facts. a synchronized skater for a minute you just yeah. put skate like covers over it it didn't make a lot of sense i don't know but she's on a budget i liked it i liked the movement of it though it was yeah cute. um candy muse no it's a no for me. It was a no. I would wear that out. Uh, well, I would wear a variation of that outfit, like little biker shorts, little ruffle dress, cute, not the hat. I, well, what about that was the fascinator? It was just like a headband with her name on Yeah, well, that I mean, was the, the fascinator was fine. Uh, saying her name, cool. My problem with the dress is it just didn't give any shape to her. No. It was, yeah. She was a big circle. Like, when you're, when you're a bigger person, you have to sort of, you know, give yourself a waist, give yourself a, a shape. Figure. And things they've read other queens for, for years, it just didn't do her any favors. Yeah. yeah. You know, it actually made her look bigger than there she There was just no concept is. to it other than vaguely matching her fascinator. Yeah. yeah. And not even matching perfectly. It was feathers and then houndstooth. Hound's yeah. yeah. So. Choices. Um, Simone. Amazing. It was gorgeous. Best Fabs. look of the day. Yeah. Yep. I had a message. We also talked a couple weeks ago about wanting to see in her gown. She gave us a full gown. She gave us a gown. A gown and a fucking, you know, statement. And yeah. if you haven't seen it, she posted so an accompanying fantastic. video on her Beautiful. Instagram. Yeah. Please like go check it out. Lily shape. Yes. I was a little bit surprised. Like, I thought the top three made sense. But I thought because that look was so elevated, it could have bumped her up into the top three. I and I don't think Harriet Tubman didn't shine enough, and that outfit, like I th- I feel like I don't understand why she wasn't in the top three. And again, well, she well, very if well. all looks, yeah, that's all. Yeah, so well, my answer to that would be, she was playing herself, yeah, yeah. sort of in the same way that Candy was playing herself. It was a good version of it, and the jokes were on point. And we already sort of alluded to this earlier. Yeah, it, I think the fact that Denali. Because I think it would have been between Denali and her. Completely. Yeah. But because. I think Denali did something so unexpected and yeah. so really spot on. It was yeah. really good for Because Snatch Game is about. Being that Impersonations. Person. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was what set the difference. Yeah. Fine. Um, so Denali and Utica lip sync. Mm-hmm. And shockingly to me at least. Utica schooled her. Yep. Legs, honey. She like, was like, yep. I am she jumped was moving. all over her and that runway. Mm-hmm. Sending Elliot home. Guys, what do you think about Elliot going home? Finally. It was time. It was time. It was time. It was time. Also, Elliot was two T's in one way. Still, ticket. what episode was this? Was this episode nine? Nah, ten. Ten if you count the uh, COVID special. And we still have eight queens. Eight queens. And we started with how many? <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh it's a it's a long road to hoe. <laughs> so now it's time for every gay man's favorite part of the evening. Let's do some poppers. Just open up, you know. Yay! All right, I'll go first. Uh, not to plagiarize, but I'm gonna rip off my favorite headline I've seen in weeks, which is this. Dolly Parton gets a taste of her own medicine. <laughs> That's right. Dolly Parton, patron saint of coronavirus depression, received the Moderna vaccine in her peep shoulder blouse. Uh, Dolly donated $1 million to help develop the vaccine. And I can't think of anyone more deserving. And to use her words, quote, don't be such a chicken squat. Get out and get your shot. I love it. And that's fucking great. Thank you, Dolly Parton. That sweater, that sweater, iconic. Cold shoulder. You know she doesn't show her arms. (laughs) I know she doesn't. allegedly they're covered in tattoos. That's the rumor. Well, she also bruises like a peach. Like a peach. Um, Awesome. So mine is a group of LGBT students at the private religious school Brigham Young University in Provo, Utah, put forth a powerful display of the Y overlooking the campus Thursday night, lighting it in rainbow lights, signifying their stance against the uh, code of conduct that the school puts over their students. That's awesome. Yeah. What a great, like, um, 
and it nothing was vandalized. Yeah. They used flashlights. It, they stood there in the cold for an hour just okay. to signify we're Amazing. here. So and shout out to our uh, our yes co-host. our co-host Jeremiah, who this is his alma mater. Yeah. So. Wish you were here. You we could give know us a little I, bit wow, more. Right wow. All wow. right. Yeah. No, <laughs> right I'll just in front go. of her salad. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> My popper is a shout out to a new Harry Potter game that will allow people to choose transgender character. The Warner Bros. game is called Hogwarts Legacy, and it will enable users to customize their avatars' voice, body type, and gender. And this comes after J.K. Rowling's, of course, sparked backlash for making transphobic comments on Twitter and etc. But at least the Harry Potter legacy is making up for that now via video game. That's great. That is yeah. great. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah, it's like kind of a like slap to the face with JK Rowling, like too hard being like, well, we're going to do this anyway, but. In yeah. a good way. But also like, yeah, yeah. But then also like, but she's still going to make money off of it. Yeah, yeah but that. I think it also shows how little control she necessarily has over the broader. The brand. Yes, yeah. that's um, true. Yeah, that is great. true. Which is that great is great. Yeehaw! Also, Amazing. who's J.K. Rowling? I have never heard of her. Mm, I don't know. Last dance. Last chance. Cha- sorry. Uh, so uh, we're we're reaching the end of our our little family time here. Uh, does anybody have any final thoughts? I have two. She's two. Ooh, she's got two. Two more thoughts than she usually has. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> Um, I just want to start off, as I mentioned earlier, I have gone back into the service industry. I am working girl again. Mm. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about service etiquette. Oh my God, do it. Um, <laughs> just, it's, it's very simple and sweet. If you get up from your table, you put on a mask. That mm-hmm. includes getting up to make a point for a joke with your friends. That includes going to the bathroom. I understand after you've had a couple drinks, you might feel very silly and just like, oh, I forgot my mask at my table. It's okay. Your table is six steps away. You can go back and get your mask to make me feel a little bit safer while I am serving you your drinks that you are enjoying. Absolutely. You wanted these restaurants reopen, then do the work to keep them open by not giving everyone COVID and And I'm so happy to be employed again, but why do you have the right to make me feel unsafe in my workplace? Also. I'm sure everybody else who is enjoying their drinks and food will feel safer if you just comply with the rules that apply to literally everyone in that restaurant, Yep, including you, by the way. My second Work. final thought of the night is I wanted to talk about, I wasn't here last week, and you guys got to talk about the Equality Act, mm, yes. and I just wanted to kind of put my two cents in. I am a bisexual woman. My sibling is a non-binary person and they live out in Seattle and I think that the Equality Act is important not just for myself and my sibling, it's important for everyone. So all you listeners, wherever you are, please call your representatives and let them know that you feel it's important to support this act because it's important for everyone to feel safe in their communities and to have access to services like everyone else. Absolutely. Amen. Everyone, no matter what their gender identity, you know, mm-hmm. sexual orientation, religion, everyone desires to feel safe. Yes. And that's, you know, that's that. That's Here's key. That. Lucas. I have one. Ooh. Um, so May 16th is the AIDS Walk New York City. We're mm-hmm. teaming up with oh, yeah. San Francisco doing as well. They're doing walk. a lovely... Um, uh, Zoom Zoom thing with performances, but I the Gaze Pod has signed up to be a team for fundraising. We doing it, y'all. So we doing it. <laughs> we have a we goal out here. We have we a goal here. of three thousand dollars. <laughs> we would like to get done. Yes. So please donate. That'll be up in our social media. You can donate there. Share it with your friends because it's every thing counts it's helping uh people who have hiv and aids it's supplying meals it's supplying medication it's also very important especially now during covid because the community center has not been available to them to go where they could go and get a hot meal um and so these funds are also helping take care of people in their own homes and communities absolutely Please donate. Please donate. Yes. We're, we are going to be blasting this on all of our social medias. Mm-hmm. Um, don't do it for us. Do it for the community as a whole. Like exactly. It's a very, very, very great movement. And we believe in it. Mm-hmm. And we are prepared to put on a jersey 
and walk yes. around my apartment in circles. <laughs> We're gonna walk our little booze off. Until we reach <laughs> however many miles it takes. Gotta do it. Gotta We're gonna do, do it. it. Um, uh, as far as my final thought, same as always, and I think I really said it earlier with the COVID relief package discussion. Don't chain yourself to a brick. Throw yourself in a pool and think that oxygen's coming in two months is gonna help you. Mm-hmm. Put on a fucking mask. Don't fuck with your servers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I second that. It, it's just. It's at this point, it's simple. Please take care of yourself and take care of each other. If you are eligible for a vaccine, go get a vaccine. Now. Whether it's your weight, whether it's your diabetic, whether it's whatever it is. Yeah. I read an article this week that said, do not wait because you feel like other people are more deserving. No. If the doctors say you're at risk, go get a vaccine. Yeah. Because the only way we're going to get through this is if people at risk get the vaccines so that people who aren't at risk can then get their vaccines. So we don't overwhelm the healthcare system. Guys, it's as simple as that. Wash your hands, wear a mask, vaccinate yourself. If you're available, you know, don't be a chicken squat. <laughs> Go and get your shot. <laughs> as Dolly said, there it is. There she it also is. said vaccine, 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 vaccine. <laughs> so that was that too. Um, other than that, please find us on social media. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, at The Gays Pod. It's especially important now because we're going to be hounding you for donations for uh, Maids Walk. <laughs> yes. Woo! And by hounding, I mean lovingly asking you to uh, help us help others. Yes. Um, please find us on social media. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it from. Please rate us five stars and leave us a loving comment because God knows all we're trying to do is help you. And by help, I mean <laughs> Entertain you, love sure. you, let me you. entertain Find you. Us. We'll cuddle you, <laughs> but I'm a big spoon, just so you know. That's why ah. I'm a little spoon. Get back. I am a little spoon. I like to cuddle. Aww. I'm getting off track. I eat um, my cereal with a little spoon. Me too. I only want little spoons. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Tune That's in next week. Time. We'll talk about all of our spoon preferences. <laughs> uh, until next time, please take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Uh, we're all in this together. together. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. These trees go on and they close my eyes every second of the night and live another life. These dreams go on and I want that feathered hairdo. Did you ever see that video of him naked? No. We'll get Why did you guys have access to everyone naked? What? We're gays. We're <laughs> <laughs> gay. It gets it's passed gay. around. It's a superhero they don't give to bisexuals. <laughs> Put that at the end of the episode. Are we recording?